to Security Lab Podcast. China is paying heavily for associations with Beijing's surveillance state. India's decision this week to ban 59 mobile phone apps, which have been downloaded some 5 billion times, shows that suspicions are catching up with Chinese tech companies as they expand overseas. I think it's probably going to be a tit for tat because uh, this morning personal information of about 1.29 million customers of fashion platform Line Road was allegedly breached and put on sale on the dark web. Line Road uh, is founded by three Indian nationals. And somewhat into the retaliation of what happened between China and India, India has decided to take a bold move and ban apps that originate from China. So you're talking about apps like TikTok, which ironically Indians made famous, WeChat, and a lot more. This kind of signals that whatever that happens in the physical world can and will spill over to the cyber world. B, any thoughts? Do you use any of the apps? No, except um, one, which I use a lot um, recently. But for me, my thought when I read that was, um, okay, you can ban it, you'll continue. That's, that's the mentality on the mindset that I have. You know, I like to bring to an analogy where you don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's kind of funny because if you look at it today, the world, uh, the mobile world evolves around a lot around giants. So if, for example, uh, if Google decides to shut down, your Android phones don't work. A very good example was when uh, Google banned Huawei. Huawei users had a lot of issues trying to get even basic applications like WhatsApp to work on their phone because now you just don't have the Google Play Store. So this means that there is still a lot of reliance of technology to a single player rather than multiple players. And the same thing goes beyond cyber. If you look at manufacturing today, China is the huge powerhouse for manufacturing. And if they decide to say, I'm not going to export X and Y goods, you practically don't have it. Example like uh, when US decides to say, okay, no more Intel chips for Chinese manufacturers. That became a huge problem because whatever orders that were already booked can't be delivered because you are relying on a technology from a certain country. So geopolitics can and will play a huge factor in determining how things are going to move in the future. It's not just these apps. These apps are just for a start. So according to the information media outlet, its concerns over data privacy and surveillance that is creating trouble for Chinese tech companies as they expand their footprint overseas. And then it doesn't help that Chinese laws require these Chinese tech companies to share data with uh, China's state security agencies if requested. They do nothing to allay suspicions. Knowing this, would we stop using China products, services and apps? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. If you think about it, 
from that list of I think 59 apps, one of them was Cam Scanner, if I'm not mistaken. Cam Scanner in the past is also known to have some um, issues, you know, with, with respect to personal information and privacy and things like this. I mean, maybe there was just genuinely something um, fishy going on over here with these apps. It could be that um, for geopolitical reasons, this action must have been taken. Maybe from a security perspective, it definitely could be a good possibility or a good chance that something's not right for these apps. I don't think this, this ban will last. I think it will last because a lot of Chinese people are still in India and they use WeChat a lot. I don't know, this is my thought. It's just going to hang over for a couple of weeks. Something will come through. I think if the ban persists also, there's uh, no way for India to enforce it. I mean, how are they going to uh, ensure how many billions of um, the Indian population do not use these Chinese apps? Difficult. I think it's more of a nationalistic fervor than anything else. So it's like if you're gung-ho about your country, then you're going to say, I'm going to delete all these apps. But if you look at it, uh, the Indian government then issued a statement to say, uh, we will allow the application providers to appeal by stating their case to say, yes, we are, we are okay with that, or no, we don't, we don't believe you're going to do anything good. So then it depends on the government eventually to decide whether they really want to ban it or not. How, how do you ban an application on the internet? I, I really don't know. Anyone? I guess you can ban the endpoints. So for example, if you have an app that talks to say a particular service, you can probably blacklist the domain name or block the IP address, but then with cloud it's going to be very difficult. All I do is spin up another version and you know, boom, the IP is up. But it really depends on whether the application provider wants to go through that level of trouble for them to actually be able to do it. So a simple way of how most governments will ban is just use the domain name and or block a set of IPs. If you look at China itself, then there are many apps that are actually banned in China where you are not able to access and use. So it's interesting that we are seeing this on the flip side of the coin today. Does that mean that is that a signal that India should start doing something like that, developing their own apps, social platform, so that they have absolute control over those apps? I think that's similar to China, right? That's why you have Baidu instead of Google, so that they could control what, what their citizens actually get. And not forgetting the Great Firewall of China, which blocks a lot of American content so that they could actually control what content is being consumed. They're quite particular about certain keywords and certain incidences. So they've managed to put it out quite effectively. And I think governments around the world are also looking at what they can do. Before this, news was pretty much controlled. Whatever you see in the media is determined by someone before you actually get to see it. But with the internet, it's completely different. You get anything and everything. Uh, I'm very sure that uh, if Dog were to go to China, he would still be able to use Facebook. <laughs> well, I, I was in China. I mean, let's talk about me. I was in China for three weeks. I was posting on Facebook and what's, I was using WhatsApp. Yes. I mean, I have my ways. 
I don't know, maybe Cat will use lithium, my, my rigs. And, and we, we are still using the phone and all the apps as, as normal. And I'm very sure people like uh, people like Nigel and Dog, I, I'm pretty sure you guys will continue to use anyway. <laughs> Okay, so lots of uh, what-ifs um, that could happen and so on and so forth. Thanks for joining us this week on Security Lab. Make sure to visit our website at securitylab.asia where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify or via RSS so you'll never miss a show.